when you want an opportunity to hear from people all over the sports world. There's only one voice to trust to bring those stories to you. Here now with a special guest is Dan Tortora. Here on the line once again with Justin Pugh, Syracuse University football alum and fighting here for his opportunity in the NFL with the draft coming up very, very soon. And we bring him back on the line to get an update. Justin, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Happy to have you back here and happy to be able to speak with you again. And you had made mention to me before that you are in the Philadelphia area visiting family. And what's it been like to, to be able to go home and see the family? Oh, it's been great. I mean, I was uh, working out for the combine, and then I had some private workouts up in Syracuse for repeats, and uh, I didn't have one last week, and or this, this this past week, and I came home to see my family, you know, get get to working out. I helped a couple kids in my, my high school there working on some offensive line stuff, so it was good. It was good to get back here, see everybody, and uh, this weekend I'm actually going down to work out with uh, with some, some professional guys that my, that my agent represents, so it'll be good to kind of get it from their angle as well the people that can help you out you know professionally who have you worked with or or will have the opportunity to work with like you had said going down to to learn a few things from some people that your agent represents just go into you know who you've worked with or who you will have an opportunity to work with yeah i uh i got to work out with john stinch from when i was in atlanta for six weeks uh he played for the saints and they won the super bowl coach marone actually coached him uh when he was with the saints uh, one day he brought down Zach Streif, who's also the starting right tackle for the Saints right now, and, and he showed us some of the things that, that they do and, and, and how they operate over in New Orleans. Um, and then this week I'm going to probably be working out with Dwayne Brown, the Texans left tackle, um, Ed Wang, who is the uh, youth sound Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they're, they're both two of my agents' um, clients, so it'll be good to get, get working with them and see what, they, what kind of advice they offer on and off the field. And just having that opportunity, you know, working with people that that are already in the NFL and not only in the NFL but successful in the NFL, starting in the NFL, what does it mean to you to be able to have those opportunities? It's a great opportunity for me to get better. Um, these guys, are they're the, they're the top of their game, or at one point they were at the top of the game, and, and it's something that I feel like it, it can only help me. I mean, they, they all have these, these, these insights that, you know, personal experiences they've gone through and battles that they've had to overcome and, and maybe shortcomings. Like I know everyone's got these short arms, so maybe some of them had to go through something similar to that. So it's always good to, to pick their brain and, and see what they've been through. And a lot of these guys, like some, some of them are like the best of their position. Like Dwayne Brown's probably like the best left tackle in the NFL or, you know, top three. So uh, it definitely can't hurt me at all to work out with a guy like that. And when you have an opportunity to do something like that, you know, what questions come on your mind that you want to ask them? You know, what what things would you like to make sure that you say to them when you get a chance to? Uh, the type of stuff we worked on to, uh, you know, get better. It was just, you know, like technique stuff. Uh, we always talked about putting tools in your toolbox. So John Stitchcomb, you know, he, he, I was working with him for six weeks, and he was getting ready, getting me ready for the combine. Um, so he was just, you know, we always talked about putting new tools. So it was just past technique. Um, uh, run techniques, just new things you can just uh, do to help you out. And also, it was, it was. I mean, he told us about stuff to do when you're in the locker room, when you're off the field. Just kind of how to lay low in the beginning and do what the veterans tell you to do. But at the same time, don't let them take you too far and, and take it over to the top. So it's something that I was real happy and fortunate that I had someone like John um, to help me out and 
he's a very similar player to me, so I think it was it was it was great for me to learn from him, and hopefully I can take some of the things that he used in his game and use it for myself. And when you look at your game, you know what have you tried to improve on the most with this? You know, with coming up close to the April draft, you know, what have you really tried to work on? Uh, just my football knowledge, overall knowledge of the game. Um, it's something that you have to work on constantly because the game's always evolving and you have to be evolving with it. And I think it's something I prided myself on that I had. I had very good football knowledge. And then once you meet with the professionals and see everything that they know and do, it's it's a whole other level. So I was glad I was able to, you know, get that football knowledge, more of just the X to nose type things. Um, I've been able to identify defenses, things of that nature. So it was, it was a real good experience for me. And, you know, going back to, to your opportunity to be able to go home and, and see your family in Philadelphia, you know, what type of support system do you have when it comes to your family? I have a real good support system. I, I live at home with my, my mom, my stepdad. I have uh, two older brothers that are both home, almost in the military. He actually just got home, restationed in New Jersey, so he's, he's close enough where we got to see him uh, every time when I come home. And my oldest brother, um, he has three little kids, so I'm hanging out with my my niece and my two nephews when I'm home, and then my oldest sister, who I, I don't, I don't see as much because she's always traveling in Philadelphia. Um, she goes to school at Temple, so she tries to make a concerted effort. She changes like, all my games, so it's good to get home and see her. I think me and her are actually going to head up to a Flyers game uh, this upcoming week. And just having that experience, you know, with them being able to, to be around them, what have they said to you about your dream, you know, as far as what you want to do? I know you have the Pew crew, but – what are they saying to you now as you're getting closer and closer to that opportunity? Uh, they've, they've been looking at this price since my sophomore, after my sophomore season ended and I played real well. Um, they've been looking at what teams need what and, and following this whole process. So they've been very supportive and they, they, they've always told me that you just got to keep working hard. And, and they don't want the money to change. That's the biggest thing. They want me to remain the same kid that, uh, that they grew up and they grew up with and helped mold. And it's something that I try to make sure I stay humble because this is a you get money like this, all of a sudden you go from being a broke kid to having uh, maybe a million dollars or, or more than that, and uh, it could change you. The biggest thing in my family wants to make sure that they're the same guy, which uh, hopefully uh, I'll be able to accomplish because I don't want to change either. And what do you think, you know, you'll need to do? What morals, what values, you know, have been instilled in you that that you believe will help keep you the same guy, the humble guy? I think it's just my background, coming from where I'm from. It's not a very... Um, rich area um it's not very uh it's more of your blue collar um town that i come from it's hard working and i think it's something where every day we expect you to get up go to work and not really complain about it so hard work is something that i know from a young age my stepdad was was real big into making sure tours and, and making sure we did everything and we're accountable to each other because he made a signing contract and if you do the contract you know he would you get a reward somehow maybe you get 10 bucks allowance that week or you know you you bring home soft pretzels i remember that was one thing he would do or take us to this just like flea market where we, you know, get a couple things that we wanted or whatever. So I definitely think hard work was something from a young age. I was always, it was always instilled in me. And that's something I just have kept doing to work hard, outwork everybody else, and things tend to work out for you. And speaking of, you know, working hard and doing what you need to do, going back to Pro Day at Syracuse, just bring me through how you feel overall that you did when you had an opportunity to be back with your teammates. Oh, I felt great. I mean, it was good just getting back there with the guys, working out with them, and, and going out and feeling showing what we had. It really wasn't – it was kind of a different pro day than what I was expecting because we did a lot of, uh, like, physical one-on-one pass rush uh, type stuff. 
which uh, I wasn't expecting, and I didn't really prep for that. But it was good to show teams that how competitive we are, um, and let team let me show teams you know, how I am in more of a football setting. It wasn't really agility or anything like that. It was more like one on one. Like it was almost like a practice when we got done. I got like hit in the face one time. My mouth was bleeding during it. So it's kind of showing teams that hey, Syracuse football, we're tough guys, and I think it helped out everyone offensively and defensively. And who ended up giving you that hit to your face? Oh, I think it was Brandon Sharp. We were doing like this like, this thing where we locked up, and all of a sudden one time he just caught me in the in the chin, and I bit my lip. So my lip was bleeding. And it was it wasn't a big deal, though. You know, you want to keep beating. That's the biggest thing. I, don't, I mean, I think I actually hit him and hit, hit my face on his head. So it was uh, it was fine. All said and done, at the end of the day. Now you had a chance to do your reps there. It was something that you decided not to do at the combine. Ultimately, were you happy with the amount of reps that you did? Oh, yeah, I was happy with it. I was happy with the way I performed. Um, there was only one offensive line coach there, so I filmed the, the program. I'm going to send that to all the teams. Like I said, I've worked out with five other teams. So it's, it's been a good process. I'm happy with what I did at the combine. Uh, I'm happy with what happened at the pro day. I was able to do 22 reps on the bench, which just shows teams um, my shoulders are 100% fine. And I think I, I accomplished everything I, I could at, the, at this point, and now it's just going out and, and talking to teams and, and doing these private workouts and whatever they want, really, at this point, and just trying to trying to help yourself out a month before the draft. The teams obviously can't be named that you've been working out with in preparation for the draft, but you know what What I do want to ask you is how everything has gone with these private re- workouts, even though you can't name the teams. you know What type of feedback have you gotten? Oh, I've gotten great feedback. Uh, my agents told me that one of the personnel guys told me that, uh, or told my agent that I was the best best player he's seen on the board uh, football knowledge-wise in the past 10 years and it's, it's good to hear those things Some one of the teams I worked out privately with said I had the best interview that they had at the combine um, so it's one of those things where you're glad you had a, a coach like Marone who, who has experience in that NFL system and really trained us not to just be great football players and, and, and know what to do on the field but off the field and have the right things to say and be able to carry ourselves well in the community What have they said or have they said anything about the fact that you were part of an offense that put together three different 1,000-yard you know, rushers in three straight seasons. Has anybody talked to you about blocking in the running game? Oh, yeah. I mean, those teams really had much concerns about um, my pass protection or run blocking. They know, I mean, it's just learning the NFL system and doing that. And then seeing some of the guys, um, seeing some of the guys that we have behind me, like Jerome, Tyson, uh, they're definitely excited about those guys. And I they're going to be coming out next year, so get ready for those guys. And uh, it was able to show we ran the pro scheme, we ran the zone blocking scheme, which is something that a lot of teams are running now. And uh, I think it's something that's going to help me get ready for that next level. And you talked about Marone preparing you for the next level. You know, learning the offense and the type of offense, the West Coast style that he had there, how much does that help you to translate in an easier manner to the NFL? Oh, it's huge. I mean, just because we ran the exact offense as one of the teams. Like, when I met with the Saints um, at the Combine, I was able to kind of speak their language. And it's something you're going to come in, you're going to have a jump on a lot of guys. And it's something that I know is going to help me out um, tremendously. And I'll be able to make sure that I uh, I have a background in it. And I kind of have it. The, I know the lingo, and it's going to help me out even more. Once you get into camp, you're going to have that, uh, that advantage over some of the guys that, that didn't run that type of scheme. And just talk to me about, you know, the fact that you not only when it comes to the playbook but outside of the playbook that 
you know how to be a part of an offense that's going to take some time off the clock and talk about what to do. And then in your last season, you're in this up-tempo offense where you're not huddling up, you're going straight after the defense, you're trying to fatigue them. Having a different experience in each of these offenses, how much does that help you out? Oh, it's huge. I mean, just because uh, having that versatility, knowing how to, how to be able to accomplish things in a no-huddle offense, get to the line of scrimmage, uh, wear teams down, and then at the same time, if I can go back to my first two years, we ran more of that zone block, or not zone block scheme. We ran that, but we also ran the gap scheme, which is more like power running. Um, that was good for me as well, just, you know, showing teams I can do both things. I think it's something that will definitely help out my, my draft stock. And t- speaking on draft stock, looking at the guy that was next to you for so many seasons and Zach Shabane, you and I had talked about this before. How how talented is this guy? You know, maybe some teams haven't seen it. Maybe some teams have. But if I asked you to define Zach Shabane, what would you say? Uh, he's another guy, just a hardworking guy. He's 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 taking his chance that he has right now, and he's running with it. He's the type of kid's gonna put everything he can into it. I know he he worked his butt off, and it's probably the hardest he's he's worked. Um, this offseason that he has in his whole entire life. He, he's doing everything he can, and that's something that I know that he's proud of, and I'm proud of him because he's uh, he's not living with any regrets. He's not going to go back and say, what if I had done this? What if I had done that? He's put everything he can into this, and uh, I think he's a great player. He's a three-year starter. I think it, the Big East kind of snubbed him this year. He should have been on the All-Big East team. Uh, I played next to him. I know what type of kid he is with on and off the field. And he's someone I trust next to me. I wouldn't want to play next to anybody else. So hopefully uh, – he gets picked up by somebody, he deserves it. And you've talked about, you know, what an advantage you guys have, Syracuse in general, with so much of the Buffalo staff knowing who you are. Does that play into your mind at all when it comes to draft day, you know, either for you or one of your teammates having that Buffalo connection now? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's just always a chance we could end up there. But at the same time, there's 32 teams picking. So once Coach Maroon's off the clock, there's 31 other people that could uh, – call your name. I know it would be a great fit, and I saw they discovered the quarterback, so I know they have to get a quarterback. So I really think it's probably going through Ryan's head a little more than me, but I would love to play for Coach Maroon again. Um, it'd be like going back to Syracuse, being familiar with everyone in that building. Um, it'd be an awesome fit. So just you, you don't want to get your hopes up to, to go to a situation like that, but uh, I'd, be, I'd be ecstatic if that happened. And just talking about, you know, going back to Syracuse here, you've had a chance to not only at Pro Day, but more than once work with Coach Hicks in getting ready for the NFL draft. And and just talk about what Coach Hicks has meant for you and and what he's taught you, especially right now as you're getting closer. Oh, Coach Hicks is uh, he's huge. He's uh he's one of the only guys at Syracuse now that that's left from the old staff. I mean obviously Coach Schaefer's still there, but uh all my offensive coaches have left and, and Coach Luther the assistant strength coach has left so Every time I go back there, I kind of just go in and see Hicks first and uh, see what he's up to. He's he's been he's been probably one of the biggest reasons why I am who I am today. Him and Coach Luther in the weight room, you know, that's something I know I had to get much better at. And they pushed me in my four years at Syracuse, and they did a great job. So Coach Hicks has has been wonderful throughout my entire career. And I'm, I'm so happy he's there. So you have that that familiar face right when you walk in the door, see Coach Hicks, and he's kind of gonna be a he's gonna be a mainstay at Syracuse for until he decides to stop because. Uh, all the guys love him. Uh, he's, he's a player's coach, and you're with him every day. So it's something where it's like so many offensive coaches you don't see for a couple months because they're out recruiting and whatnot. But Coach Hicks is with you every day. So he knows he knows all the guys probably the best in the team. So Coach 
Dick's a great guy. I'm glad I was able to work for my four years. And from puny being your nickname with seven reps to being NFL prospect for the draft, Justin Pugh and 22 reps, how much did he have a part in that? Oh, he was everything. Him and Coach Luther um, had everything to do with that, just pushing us every day in the weight room. I actually only did five reps at 225, so it was even worse than it was at the fourth. So when I came in, Luther, when he gave me that nickname, I actually was puny. And uh, it was it was it wasn't I wasn't going to be ready to play in a, in a college football game. I don't want to try to get to the NFL. And now to go from from five reps to twenty two reps, what I just did this past time, um, it's really night and day. And I have no one else to thank but uh, Coach Hicks, Coach Luther, pushing me to work hard. And obviously, I had to go in there and give a commitment. But as long as you're willing to commit, they're going to make sure they give uh, give you one hundred for ten percent of themselves as well. And before I let you go here, starting off their spring practice you know just recently here for 2013 2014 Syracuse moving on to the ACC now that spring practice is going on and the guys are out there and back on the field are you going to take any time to to talk with them you know Sean Hickey Jerome Smith Prince Tyson Gully any of these guys Charlie Loeb have you taken any time to speak with them oh yeah I talk to those guys all the time and I talked to Sean before I left I'm real close with Jerome, Charlie, and Sean. So a lot of those guys in the senior, they're still my brothers. So I definitely want to make sure I get back out there and, and see what they're doing and watch some of their spring practice try to help them any way I can. But at the same time, there's new coaches in there kind of teaching things a different way, a little bit different than how we taught it. So you don't want to step on any toes. So I'm going to kind of let them do their thing um, for this next month. And, and any way I can help them on or off the field, uh, I definitely will and do so. Anything for Syracuse, I mean, it's been a great ride for me. So I'm happy well, I appreciate it and hoping for even happier things to turn out in the future for you, Justin. You know that we'll keep in touch here on WakeUpCallDT.com, as we always have, and I thank you for coming on today and spending some time with me. I appreciate it. Hey, me too. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, go Orange.